Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. This is the last week of April, y'all. I'm telling you, these years are going quickly. I mean, that was good during COVID last year because I think this was like the end of the first month of like total shutdown. And um, I didn't, I, I think I went back to work shortly after, after April. Um, you know, it, it was nice to, you know, kind of, but my mom was displaying a lot of dementia uh, symptoms last year. It was stressful to be sheltering in place with someone who isn't quite understanding what's going on and has to learn about COVID every single day. That was not awesome. And then, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. I think the only thing you could do is go to the grocery store. It was trippy, you know, but so a year like that going quickly was fine. But, you know, we're kind of back in the swing of things. So hopefully you're getting your goals and stuff done and you're not procrastinating too much because that's my specialty. I've had to really work on my procrastination. I actually beat some deadlines this month and I was pretty pleased with myself. Uh, You know, if somebody else is involved, I usually get it done ASAP. But if it's just my own thing, it might take me, I don't know, decades, <laughs> depending on what it is. I just put things off. And then the good thing about getting super sick and realizing your mortality is you stop putting things off because you feel like, huh, I don't have forever. You know, I may not be here to do all the things I said I wanted to do. You know, so you just get a fire kind of put inside of you. So luckily for me, it's been 10 years of fire, Uh, just working, 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 Um, getting everything lined up. I'm prepared. I think that's a big part of success is being prepared. You never know what your day is going to bring. You don't know. uh, My nephew seems to be pretty excited that he met somebody that's associated with Dr. Dre uh, through a PlayStation game. Yeah, I don't know if this person was legit. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, my nephew didn't spend the amount of time in L.A. that I spent. I know a lot of people say there are a lot of things and it may or may not be true, <laughs> but he's pretty excited. And it's like, well, are you prepared? You know, is what if this is an opportunity that just showed up for you? What are you prepared to do with it? You know, um, it's fascinating. You just have to be ready, you know, because you don't know what your day will bring, who you'll meet, uh, where you'll be. And uh, I think preparation is is key. To, it's a big part of being successful. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to walk around uptight waiting for something to happen every single day. But if it does, be ready. You know, I always use the example, what if somebody walked up to you and said, you know, I have $250,000 to invest right now. Do you have any ideas? Do you have what company? What do you have? You know, and if you're an entrepreneur, if you if you don't have an answer, start there, you know. Um, so I was thinking over the weekend, I was uh, thinking about the concept of a transistor radio. I don't know if you guys remember those, but the, they were like these little radios you you could about the size of an iPhone, really, and you hold it in your hand, and you could pick up radio with it, you know, radio signals. And I was thinking, unfortunately, a lot of people now 
don't have transistor radios. They have resistor radios. I've had more conversations with people who are resistant to the idea of their own happiness. And it's sad. You deserve to be happy and you deserve to live your life the way you want to live it. And I'm not sure who we're trying to appease, but, you know, it's okay to, you know, do what you want to do. Uh, Decorate your house the way I know I'm talking about single people. I'm not talking about, you know, dishonoring your marriage vows or breaking up your relationship because you just got to live. I'm talking about you're not beholden to this person and you're still trying to please them. Yeah, I don't know. You deserve to be happy. That's all I know. And no matter what your situation looks like, you deserve happiness and joy. And that's the only way you're going to manifest the things you want is by being in a good space. When you allow yourself to to be angry or frustrated or taken off course by other people's behaviors and actions, and then you won't resolve it, you know, it's almost like you're saying to yourself, I don't deserve this thing that I believe would make me happy. I don't deserve for this person to say the thing I wanted them to say to me. I don't deserve them doing the things they said they were going to do for me. Then they didn't do it. You know, it's weird. We deserve all of that. And if they can't acquiesce and, and bring something back to the table, then they don't deserve you or your friendship or your whatever. And, you know, it's fascinating because some people you're related to, it's more difficult and challenging. But, you know, there are a lot of people who get in their car and they just never come back to their families. And I get it. You know, I have a cousin, he packed up, he moved to California and he hasn't lived here in, I don't know, 45 years. You know, and it's like his his family's here, but he's in California, you know, and I get it. It's challenging. You don't get any say of who's in your family. And you get this group of people and you have to figure out how to make it work. And some people aren't wired that way. You know, some people are wired to sort of do their own thing. And I get that. But, you know, at the end of the day, the the big message is stop resisting, uh, you know, good things happening to and through and for you. You know, and if you aren't surrounded by a bunch of people who cheer you on and make you feel good and lift you up, then get new people. You don't have to stay connected to people who don't make you happy. Otherwise, it's just you're resisting all the all that's good in the universe for you. And I don't understand why people do that. I've done it before in my life. But eventually, even I was like, this is I got to change something. I'm not happy. You know, I've reached big points in my life where I was like, I'm just not happy. And I always sort of got the sense that you were supposed to be happy, despite what people told me. You know, I grew up with a very set of keeping it real folks. Um, So a lot of people didn't really tell you like, oh, you're supposed to be happy and enjoy your days. I don't know that anyone ever told me that. I just sort of knew (laughs) that, you know, we didn't come here to just be miserable. You know, you read about it in the Bible, you know, your parents, your environment, whoever, a whole bunch of people will tell you, you know, you're just supposed to eke it out, make do and survive. But I intuitively just knew that that wasn't the case. You know, that just didn't even feel right. And and I think people are drawn to me most of the time because I'm pretty naturally joyous. 
And I, but I know a ton of people who aren't. <laughs> and so it's challenging. It's challenging. And, uh, you know, just enjoy your life. Wherever you are in your life, whoever you're surrounded with, if you're not happy, you are free to make changes. If you need someone to give you permission to do so, I am doing that. All right. Um, I had a lot of really unique conversations. I got some work done, um, got some new contributions for music. Uh, yeah, found some some people who just want to work. And uh, I think we might have a new lineup for the Manifest production team. Uh, not locking down anything, just going to see what it sounds like. And you guys will hear that on this podcast because that's all I play is what I own. Uh, Spotify has some very uh, interesting rules when they took over Anchor. And, um, you know, they basically want to force people to listen to the podcasts through Spotify. I do not have a huge Spotify audience, so that doesn't make sense for me. Um, so I'm excited about that. The, I like the, I like the songs. I like the energy, you know, it's nothing wrong with trying something new. Um, I did, uh, I heard some weird, you know, be careful who you take advice from. That's another issue. (laughs) Somebody told me that they got some, um, management advice from someone and I'm not sure that they're in a position to be giving advice to anybody because I haven't seen anything that was you know super super amazing that you should want to emulate but be careful who you take advice from and um you know if it rings weird honor that you know because I actually have had people give me advice and it it didn't you know it's just sort of like it hit me in a way and I was like that doesn't sound right (laughs) And depending on where you are in your life, you know, you may say, oh, yeah, okay," Or you may be like, that doesn't sound right. But whatever it is, take it with a grain of salt. Always make sure you consider the source. That's important. Um, Also, oh, so you know how last week I just wandered on to Flashdance because I needed something to watch. And I'm going to be I'm going to be terribly honest. That was not. I really did not enjoy watching that movie as a grown woman. And I know I've seen it since the 80s, but man, it did not hold up for me. But, you know, that's not really my vibe. I I really like to talk about things I love more than things that I was irritated by. But that one was weird because I loved it so much as a child. And it was like, ooh, put away childish things. This is not a good film. But I did start rewatching Sex in the City. And I love that show. <laughs> I still love it, but I was also an adult when it came on. But I, I love it, and I so I, you know, there's so much information out here now. So I googled it, and I started reading some of the criticism about the show, and I'm like, first of all, it's funny. Season one, episode four is hilarious. I and I had forgotten all of them. You know, I I've seen it since. 1998 but it's been a long time and it was so funny and I remember I was in my late 20s when that came on and the criticism about the show is the lack of diversity which is true but I think it didn't bother me you know no one uh, criticized Entourage for its lack of diversity that really that kind of stuff gets on my nerves this is what it is that's the show. If you, you know, insert 
some other person in there, it may or may not be that show. So this was the show. I'm fine that it didn't have a ton of diversity. Um, It just was what it was. And then people were criticizing the characters like Carrie is this and Carrie doesn't represent all women and Carrie. And I'm like, she should. Why? Why should she have to represent all women? Why is it that when there's a successful show with women or black people, they got to represent all women or all black people? No one watched Parasite and was like, these these Koreans don't represent all Koreans. You know what I mean? Like, why? Or what? I'm sorry. I'm not sure. I think they were Korean, but they were Asian. Why do why do we have to represent everybody? I don't understand that. If she wasn't representative of the world, I don't know anybody like Carrie Bradshaw completely. And I don't know anybody like any of them completely. But it was a fun, entertaining show. That's what it's on TV to do. Entertain you. I'm not understanding why everything has to be. There's like essays on it. The show was funny and groundbreaking for its time. You know why? Because women weren't supposed to be having sex and they certainly weren't supposed to be talking about it. And it took until 1998 to have a frank, open, graphic show about the issues that women who have sex with men endure and and the challenges and relationships and you know sometimes it's relationships sometimes it's just sex and believe it or not that was the first show (laughs) that ever really dealt with that openly and beyond that for me the show was about their friendships I didn't care for the movies that much um I don't think the movies uh encapsulated the spirit of their friendships as well and um I don't know they it just it just was best for me as a series and the series was about friendships and the different friendships you can have in a in a group of friends you know like Carrie was best friends with uh with um Miranda but she was also close to Samantha and Charlotte you know what I mean? Like, that's how friendships work. Sometimes your your best friend is in your friendship circle. I just liked the way they did the show. And I never focused on, you know, Carrie needing to represent all women. You know, it was ridiculous. These, I, I just don't understand. People expect too much. And it wasn't politically correct. And I don't think art should be politically correct. This whole notion that you have to say all and do all the right things that's to me is what's ruining some movies. Some movies wouldn't even get made now because they're so politically incorrect. And sometimes it's okay to leave a little of that in the past, but if it's true to the character and what you're creating, then why does it have to be political politically correct? I mean, this it's just too much. I think art art should be the place where you can be reckless and rude and you know, you interpret it the way you want to. Is it fanning the flames of hate? No, I'm not into that. I don't want any propaganda for hate. But, you know, if some if a character is politically incorrect, that's fine. Carrie smoked like a uh, like a chimney. You know, that wouldn't be in a show now. I mean, listen, I think it's great. It was hilarious. I have watched like the first six episodes of the first season and I have just cracked up at some of the scenes uh really really awesome stuff 
And um, I think it's easy to criticize it, but it was funny. It really was. And if you watch it knowing it's not really... Well, that one I felt like was intended at my demographic as a woman, just not as a black woman. But that's okay. You know, that's okay. It's not, you know, we had insecure, insecures out. And that's not aimed at me because I've aged out. That's aimed at someone younger than me, much younger. But it's entertaining. Damn, can we just let entertainment be entertaining? Gee, people are just, just too into criticizing and trying to make it something it's not it's not some big huge cultural women's feminist show it ain't it's just funny and um frank and i love the friendships in fact i would put the relationships uh on sex in the city the friendships over anything you see on reality tv these that's not how you're friends women on those shows aren't friends at all to me so anyway that's that. If you get a chance and you you want some laughs, check out Old Sex in the City. They're hilarious. HBO Max. I enjoyed those, and I I mean I was laughing to tears at, at one episode. Um, but yeah. So to wrap it up, we're gonna have a great week because this is the end of April. We're heading into May. Whatever goals you're you're trying to get into play here in 2021, you need to get a move on. Because we're moving already into the fifth month, Mother's Day, all of that. So you guys, you guys to keep moving. You got to put some, got to put some juice in there, man. You got to get going. Um, and I don't know what your goals are, but I'm telling you, you'll look up and you'll already be six months in, seven months in, you know, so let's, let's go. Let's get going. Um, also, it's important, I think to allow yourself to receive and enjoy your life and have the things that you want. Uh, You deserve that. And I don't need, I don't know why anyone would need permission to do that, but I'm giving you permission to be happy. As long as it doesn't harm somebody else, do you, you know, Uh, especially if it doesn't harm somebody, especially if you, if it's not connected to your, to your marriage or like you can make moves. And if people get unhappy with you, they weren't really your friend or whatever. Um, Stop being a resistor. Just be a receiver. Receive it. Uh, Consider very carefully who you take advice from, because it's a lot of people who want to get out here and tell you uh, what to do, give you all this advice. And yeah, just take that with a grain of salt. Pay attention who the source is. Um, That's always good advice. (laughs) that's funny because I'm not really trying to give you advice, but if I were to give you advice, I think pay attention to the source is always good advice. And finally check out sex in the city. It's really still very, very funny. And as a woman, I think, uh, you know, as long as you're not trying to make it some historical relevance piece and just watch it for what it was, it can entertain you. And that's pretty much all I want from my entertainment. All right. Have a wonderful Monday. Set this week on fire. Do your very, very best. And I know it'll turn out great for you. All right. Talk soon. Be your best.